Welcome to the Grace Church Conversations podcast, a weekly resource to help you apply Sunday to Monday. I'm Jared. And I'm Craig. And Craig, we just have the most special of all the guests of the world with us, don't we? We don't often have guests, but when we do, they're great. That's right. That's right. Uh, Today we have Callie Payne with us. Hey, Callie. Hey, Jared. Thank you so much for joining us. I need to turn my hat around because I am I keep hitting the mic like a... Oh, going gangsta. Yeah, you are. You can edit that out, Don't let anyone see me looking like this. No, no, no. My wife would not approve. Uh, Well, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, Craig kind of came up with the idea of having you join us, didn't didn't you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, why is she here? Uh, Exactly. No, no, no. That that could be misconstrued as me saying, like, I I didn't want to do it, but Craig wanted to. No, This is good. It was kind of my idea. It was, yeah. yeah, You're the, you're the, you, you, it was your brain child. Yes, there it is. Um, Well, we just found out right before you hit the, live button, record button that Tim's never been on. Callie is Tim's wife. But now that she's been on our podcast, I think we would say Tim is Callie's husband. Mm, I think, uh, mm, yeah. Uh, but good. the reason I thought about you, Callie, and having you on our podcast was um, obviously in this season, everything has gone uh, chaotic. Uh, things are, the things that we know as a norm are no longer normal. Uh, people are working from home. Some people sadly are you know, losing their jobs or getting fewer hours or uncertain. So it's a time that's very different. And one of the things that's happened is those who have school age kids um, whose kids are in a school now have uh, their kids at home schooling. And Mm -hmm. so I just had an idea. So that's a a number of quite a few moms in our church and maybe dads are helping out as well, which is awesome. But uh, just that uh, all of a sudden we have a number of moms that had their kid in a private school, a public school, and now all of a sudden they're homeschooling. Uh, the curriculum's provided or whatever by the school district, but still they're needing to manage something new. So I thought, why don't we have someone on who has some experience in this area and not only experience like long ago, but in the middle of it right now. And so Callie, I know uh, Ginger and I are friends with Callie and Tim. Obviously we know their, something about their lives and really respect them both. But I know that you have juggled a lot as a, uh, a mom who has uh, is schooling kids, who has little little bitty ones, now a new newborn, um, and also does some part-time work from your home. So you're really managing kids, school, work from the home. So we thought we'd just get you on here and ask a few questions and uh, see what kind of tips you might have for someone who this is like week one or week two for them. (laughs) And you've got a little bit of history. So tell us, first of all, just a little bit about Tell us your kids' names and ages. And, uh, you know, so people have kind of a little bit of a grid of what your home life's like. Sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Um, So I'm married to Tim, as you mentioned, and then um, we have three kids. Annie is 11. She's a fifth grader, um, and I'm currently homeschooling her. And then we have Jameson, who will be three in a few weeks. Uh And um, he takes most of my parenting time right now. (laughs) Um, And then Ruthie was born in January, so she's about nine weeks old today, actually. So, that's awesome. And Jameson's got a little bit of energy. I've seen yes. him. Yes, he's got a little bit of energy. Jameson does not stop. Yeah. yeah. He's got <laughs> a bouncing off the walls. I think the term was like invented for him. He's like doing parkour in our living room. Nice. So, yeah. And what is your talk a little bit also about you do some part time kind of work from home. Uh, yeah, you have a little yeah. home business. I don't know if you call it a home business or what. Tell what you do. Sure. Yeah. I'm a part time piano teacher. So um, I work from home. Kids come to me. I make my own schedule. It's really great. Um, definitely helpful kind of job to have when you're homeschooling because um, I make my own hours and people come to my house. Um, so I do that about, uh, I don't know, it's two afternoons, two full afternoons okay. a week. 
Um, I'm currently on maternity leave. Oh, gotcha. Which is unpaid, but it's wonderful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, so I'm not doing that as of now, but I have done that. Right. Uh, taught piano for a long, long time, but um, mm. for, yeah. So the point is she juggles a lot of different things yeah. and, um, and has experience of sort of like having a, a daytime life that is schooling little kids as yeah. well. And then sort of the work. So let me ask you this, Callie, what, what advice would you have for someone who maybe feels a bit overwhelmed by this task of schooling their kids at home? It's temporary for them, but who knows? It could be the rest of the school year. It could be a few weeks. Nobody, sure. I mean, nobody really knows. Yeah. So, but it could feel overwhelming at first. And you know, what would you say to someone, um, who feels that way? Yeah. Um, I mean, I want to say to begin with, like, and I already told Craig this, like, I, right. I do not come here feeling like an expert at all. I'm honored that you invited me on. Um, but I'm a, a young mom ish and, um, and I have one child I'm homeschooling. And so it's, I feel like I'm still learning a lot. Sure. I have learned a lot from people that have gone before me, but I'm also making a lot of mistakes. And, um, I don't really think like, Oh, I've got a bunch of answers here, but sure. I do have some experience. I'd love yeah. to kind of help, um, share what I've learned and, and where we've uh, figured things out that work for us. Um, the other thing I think is just, so this whole like social distancing homeschooling is like really different than choosing to homeschool your child, sure. or choosing mm-hmm. the curriculum, planning it all out ahead right. of time. So I'm, um, I feel like it's a, it's a major advantage to like have planned it out and, and gone into it with faith that this is what God was calling me to do versus, um, like being thrown into it. Yeah, you got like, drafted. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're you a have no now. choice. Yeah. Yes. And so like kind of unexpectedly and suddenly. So um, to all of you out there that are doing that, I respect you. And, and I, um, I hope that, you know, like, you know, we're all behind you and with you and want to support yeah. you in this. Cause it's, um, it cannot be easy to have kids that are used to having an eight hour school day or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and a lot of social interaction to be right. home all of a sudden. Um, so just a couple things I, that came to mind when I was thinking through this. Um, the first thing, like I feel this as a homeschool parent, um, it, is that like, first of all, I'm called to be my kid's mom first. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, being there to like encourage and support them um, and, you know, set the boundaries, play with them, correct mm-hmm. them, you know, those kinds of things. Um, like that's the, the first calling as a, as a mm. parent. And now that you're homeschooling, that doesn't change. And so, mm. you know, wearing the teacher hat and a mom hat, I feel like that's one of the hardest um, things about homeschooling is balancing and getting your kids to understand like, well, I'm not just mom, I'm also teacher. So you need to, you know, X, Y, and Z. <laughs> um, so that, but that's the thing for me is like getting my heart in a place of like, I wanna help Annie's, um, you know, character development as we're doing school. It's not just about the academics. Um, and the other thing is too, you know, you're on the same team with your kids. So it's not a matter of like, um, you know, I, I can only imagine like getting assignments from the teacher and the teacher has all this stuff and you're trying to figure that out. And then Mm. your kid is doing all this online and that's kind of crazy. So, um, just remembering that like you're, you know, partnering with your child in this, not like, you know, I, I try to not think of it like I'm the boss and here comes all the rules, but like, mm. let's do this together. Let's, let's learn and, yeah. and grow. You know, I've learned really good. more in my homeschooling, like being a teacher than yeah. I have. <laughs> I mean, right, when right. you're a kid homeschooling, you're just yeah, kind of like, or right. schooling, you're getting through it as fast as you can. But as a parent, I've learned a lot alongside yeah. her. Um, so homeschooling looks different for everyone. I'm kind of a I would call myself a bare bones homeschooler. Uh-huh. So uh, like we don't do a ton of science experiments. If it's the right. ones with like 
vinegar and baking soda and yeah, I already yeah, have yeah. that stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. hey, nice. let's do an experiment. But anytime it's like weird stuff, I'm like, ah, we don't have that. So, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's watch a YouTube on how it yeah. works. Um, <laughs> so awesome. I think that they just setting expectations of like, who are you? What are your, what's your life circumstance right now? You're probably like way overwhelmed and yeah. barely getting through a day. So like you don't have to be the mom that's like, doing the nature hike and documenting yeah. the six types of leaves. If you are that person, do it, go. And right. that's awesome. I'm like, I'm not that person. Yeah. We're kind of like, we want to get it done and we want to have free time. So, um, but I think, you know, not comparing yourself to other people and trying to look at like, Oh, how does she do it? That's what homeschooling must be like. Homeschooling is a very loose term. And right yeah. now you already have the, the curriculum, the right? Curriculum, yeah. yeah. So you're just basically, um, trying to, trying to get done what your, the teachers require. And um, I don't think, I would just encourage people, like don't feel like you gotta do it to the nth degree, yeah, um, especially in this season. And I'm sure, I hope the teachers are communicating Understanding that too. Of that. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. That's really good. I, one of the things that struck me is for a lot of people, it's, it's not just, um, you know, it's not, we were home anyways, but now I have to add teaching. It's, I'm still trying to work. I have yeah. other responsibilities. I'm yes. juggling all this stuff and now I have a kid at home. And so I just thought that was a really gracious, uh, maybe some grace that people are really needing and feeling a need for right now when people are, I mean, it's been a week and maybe, yeah. I, I don't know how long, you know, how long everyone's been kind of dealing with this whole school situation and what's going yeah. on. But I imagine there's a lot of people out there that are feeling like, wow, it's only been a week. It feels like it's been six months and they're running ragged yeah, already. Right. So uh, I was just going to say, I, thank you for saying that. Cause I think the pressure is like you were saying like, oh, that person does it this way. I need to do all these different things. Well, what does our teacher do? Well, they're at school for eight hours every day yeah. or nine hours right. or whatever it is. So it must take that long. So what am I not doing that? Yeah. You know, so all of that, I just, uh, you know, thank you for yeah. saying that. I think that's really gracious and helpful Thanks, yeah. for people. Yeah. And the line you said there about, Hey, we're on the same team. Boy, that is really great. Oh, for sure. You know, you're, you're, you're doing the teaching, maybe that's the curriculum, the te the, te the assignments the teacher is giving, but, um, but you're on your kid's team. That's really right, important. To, yeah. You know, we're not opposed. It may feel there may be opposition. <laughs> it may feel that way at points, but ultimately we're, we're on the same team. And, um, so that's yeah. really good. Yeah. I, I think as well, I don't, I like what you said about no pressure, not putting too much pressure on yourself, Callie, especially folks who are doing this temporarily, right? I yeah. mean, nobody's going to ruin their kid's life in the oh, next six, no. six to eight weeks, but you could feel the pressure. Wow. If they go back and they didn't, you yeah. know, uh, I, there can be that, what you identify <laughs> yeah. comparing yourself and how are they, you know, they can feel some, I feel inadequate for this. There can be pressure, right? Right. For sure. But if you think about, I mean, Again, I want to be careful because like the teachers are making requirements. Right. So I'm not saying blow off what your teacher is asking of you. Of but, course. you know, like I think we have this fear of like my kid is not going to succeed if there's not like X, Y and Z. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. our homeschool days are so much shorter than a full school day. Yeah. Um, and that's because I'm teaching one child. Yeah, yeah. And so when you have 20 kids in a classroom or For however sure. many, of course, it takes longer to get through all that. Um but even kids like I, when I, when we adopted Jameson, um, I took like four months off of teaching piano and it, it kind of fell over the summer, but I was worried like, oh my gosh, my kids are going to come back with like, mm. we don't remember how, what a quarter note is and I'm going to mm. have to start over. And, um, it's really not the case. Like kids are amazing and resilient. And so I, I feel like even in these few weeks, like if you're just like barely getting yeah. done, like they're going to be fine. Yeah, and that's good. Um, you know, they take the summer off and like, yeah, you got to remember a few things. But um, I, I feel like we 
I can feel that temptation as a parent of like, I want them to yeah. succeed. I don't mm. want them to go and, and feel inadequate when they go back yeah. or, um, yeah. whatever. But, um, I really think that that's something we kind of create. That's yeah. just not really, you know, and you know, your kid, I mean, if you have right. a kid that really does need more attention, then, you know, you can make that yeah. adjustment. But the beauty of homeschooling is every kid is different and yeah. you can tailor it to what your kid needs. Yeah. I was thinking the other thing is some folks who are having their children home now, and maybe they had school age kids, elementary or older, middle mm-hmm. school, and they have younger kids. Uh, so maybe they have some preschool kid, kid, child or children that are at home. They have different ages. And so that's one difference when you're at third, when you're in third grade and you're at the local elementary school and you're with all the other third graders. Uh, that's one thing that's, it's different when you come home and now your four-year-old siblings in the room (laughs) and your middle school siblings, not at the middle school, but they're over, you know, on the sofa and they're getting you in a headlock and, uh, you know, all the stuff that goes on. So what about, uh, some of the challenges of managing multiple kids, multiple ages, sibling challenges could be a distraction could be, I don't know. My kids are all grown, but I think there was a time or two, there's a little family conflict going on like daily. Oh, never Uh, in our home. Yeah, yeah, Exactly. So how do you, what do you think, anything you would say about that, Callie, for kind of like some of the home management, managing, it's different than classroom management with your own kids with Mm. different ages. Yeah. I mean, I know for, I have not had this experience, but people that do have kids that are all in school ages, you know, you can do a lot of stuff together. So you can kind of group the science lesson to where everyone's doing the same general thing. Um, and I've heard that that can work really well. Our, my kids are um, eight years apart. So when Jameson came along, Annie was in you know third grade or something like that. And it, he wasn't real interested in science. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so um, anyhow, my experience is a little bit more like the distraction right. thing where it's I'm not trying to do school with multiple kids. I'm trying to keep one kid entertained and then um, teach another. So um, things that I kind of had to come up with was just like being flexible with the schedule. So we had been used to doing a certain number of hours in the morning and being done. And then when we had a baby, um, there was time for like, okay, we're going to do a little school and then we have to take a break because the baby needs attention. Um, and giving Annie kind of activities to do in the, in those off times or even just letting her play or things like that. Um, kids are, you know, they're wiggly and like (laughs) letting them get up and do something (laughs) can really help them to focus. Um, and they come back. But once Jameson was old enough to be like actually a problem for mm-hmm. our learning, um, man, it was really hard when he was like 18 months. Um, cause I did reach out to some people like, okay, I'm getting nothing done. I cannot leave this right. kid alone. And a lot of people had great suggestions of things to occupy him. And he just wasn't, um, mature enough yet to like sit still and do something. And mm. so, um, for that age, we did a lot of like, you know, I would take a few minutes to kind of work with Annie and explain and then let her just do it on mm-hmm. her own. And I would have to go um, play with Jameson. We tried to do things like, um, you know, here's your coloring book. This is your school. And that works now that he's like yeah. almost three. He's he'll get his um, coloring book and call it his math book when it's math time. And <laughs> I got to do math. You know, um, it's great that he hasn't figured out like pictures of bears and, you know, things are not Orange math. math. <laughs> yeah. um, he's doing his math. So I think, you know, you can do kind of that. Yeah. Here, you're going to do this with me. But um, mostly my thought on that is just like as much as your kid can be independent, let them be independent. I, I felt like I struggled a little bit in the beginning thinking I'm like not a good homeschool mom if I'm not 
like hands on all the time. Yeah. And um, I was kind of wearing myself out and some more seasoned moms. And I asked them, they said oh, she was in fourth grade at the time. And they were like, fourth grade, she should be doing a lot on her own. Yeah. And so um, hopefully the assignments people are getting from their public school teachers. They can do on their own. Yeah. yeah. Are such mm-hmm. that they can kind of do that on your own. And you can feel the freedom to sort of check in and then go, you know, kick the ball around with your kid or whatever, whoever needs uh, attention. And yeah. Yeah, that's good. I think they are getting a schedule and such, but obviously it's not, there's not a camera in your home with kind of the rule, you know, like your, your kid gets docked if you went, uh, if you didn't follow the, some kind of a rigid schedule. Right. Uh, so yeah. I'm sure there's some flexibility on the age of your kids. And as long as they're able to keep up with their work, I would think, I mean, um, some, I'm shooting in the dark a little bit. My kids are, like I said, are grown, but, <laughs> yeah. but if you're getting schoolwork from the school with assignments, I'm sure there's some kind of schedule that they're recommending. Uh, having said that, though, that's not going to work flawlessly just because yeah. they said between this time and this time do this. How does that account for the 18 month old and the three year old right. and, and whatever else that, that could be happening at any moment? Um, and so what would any, any thoughts about the schedule? Obviously, I'm not saying toss the schedule you're given, but uh, any things about the do you have any ideas about how to work with scheduling your day and some of the things that you found that keep learning perhaps uh, more productive, uh, you know, throughout yeah. the day. Yeah. Um, so, you know, schedule, we all like, it's going to look different for everyone. Again, sure. it's like really, um, personal and, and unique, but, um, I think structure is so important for kids. We all know that as yeah. parents, like if you try to just be like free for all, do whatever you want, yeah. you know, it's like, it's, um, anarchy by lunchtime, at least in my house, like people are, <laughs> it's crazy. So, um, but you know, I, I like for us, something that we love is getting up early and getting started early. So yeah. our first thing is, you know, school and chores. She does her chores first sure. in her morning routine and then um, her school. So, because if it's kind of like anywhere past one o'clock where she's, yeah. she's not wanting to be still doing school. And so um, for us, what works best is getting up and getting going. Yeah. But I think for some people, especially if you have kids that really love to sleep in or need sleep this could be a time where you say all right we're not starting school till 10 you know you get to sleep in on these days um but i do think like actually setting some sort of structure just helps your kids it helps annie know like what's coming she doesn't like to feel like there's ambiguity about the day um so i mean just like general things as far as mixing in physical activity you know um and that doesn't mean like recess and you need to go plan yeah, yeah. PE for your kids or something like that. But, you know, just like, um, even people talk about like letting their kid, um, stand up while they're doing math problems and like, they're kind of bouncing and things like that, you know, um, that can be really good for kids like to stimulate learning and they're not allowed to do that in school. Yeah, so yeah. like yeah. they're home, letting them get a little bit of energy out. That's um, good. That's good. Working mm-hmm. that into the, um, to, into the schedule so that you're not going like, no, this is math time, whatever. You know that you have, exactly. (laughs) You know, you have a break coming where you can tell them, finish these five problems and then we're going to go for a walk or go on the trampoline or whatever. Yeah, that's good. Um, But like, I also think with schedule, like you just have to be flexible. It's Mm -hmm. not, um, it's pretty rare that our schedule goes how we think it's going to go. But having it helps us, you know, and um, so that even if, we get behind or something gets mixed up. Like we kind of still know what's coming and there's not this feeling of like, this will never end, you know, which mm-hmm. can, yeah. um, that's just no fun when you're doing school. Yeah. So, 
Um, yeah, I've seen some like I, there's one floating around on Facebook. You kind of mentioned earlier, yeah. and it's like really cool looking, color coded every hour. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Um, I'm like I'm not that person. I've right. tried to be that person so many times, and it I'm not. I I have we kind of have the schedule like um, in our heads. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. We know we know what's going. We talk through the schedule, but um, but if you are that person where the, yeah. that schedule and you're kind of following it, like do it, embrace it, mix in some like snack breaks yeah, and you know I'm all for that whatever um they're coming anyways you might as well schedule them <laughs> <laughs> this is a great point you're making because again none, none of us are saying do you know whatever the school district is giving you as a guideline i'm sure it, that is obviously helpful but uh the goal is that you do what needs to be done each day with your kid i'm sure that's it and right. so what you're saying is different families different age kids different uh, you know, mom's got to go on a conference call for this hour for her job or whatever, you right. know, she's working at home. It, it's good. It may work differently. And so what you're saying is there's some flexibility in it all. And I think sometimes if we, if we're not used to this, perhaps to embrace some kind of rigidity, rigidity, where it's so rigid that you can get worked up about something and miss what the overall goal is. Right. is that, they learn what they're supposed to learn today, get the assignments done for the day. And not did not did we follow the perfect color coded schedule. If ever, if you're not built that way, if you're not wired that way. Right, uh, yeah. right. I think that's really good. You're, you're talking about things can be somewhat customized for the family situation. And just the goal is to get done what you got to get done. Right. And, yeah. And take a deep breath and have a snack. That's what <laughs> exactly. I heard. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, can I ask you a quick question? Sure. So you mentioned something about Annie, just like uh, she doesn't, I guess this would probably fall under like personality type and stuff. Something about her not liking surprises throughout the day. Yeah. <laughs> how old is she? Uh, she's 11. I wish I would have known those sorts of things about myself when I was 11. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask, like, this is kind of maybe off the wall, but like, how did you, you know, do you have any like, uh, obviously living together, doing school every morning together. You know each other, right. obviously. Do you have any tips to parents who aren't used to interacting with their kids every yeah. day of of getting to know them, their personality? Sure, yeah. How can we serve our children? Because uh, that just strikes me as something like, I wish maybe when I was being homeschooled, my parents might have known some of those things about me. Like, okay, if Jared's, you know, he likes this or he needs, this is helpful to him, that sort of stuff. Do you have any tips for that? Any, any things that parents, anything yeah, that parents yeah. can start to do is they're interacting with their kids maybe more throughout the day than they're used to? Sure. Um, that's a good question. Annie was, it was easy to figure out cause she, um, she asked a lot of questions about what's coming next. And mm. so, um, you know, the kind of, well, when we do this, that, the other, I mean, she's the kid that she's asking me today, what are we having for dinner tomorrow? You know? And so, um, <laughs> like I said, I'm not the color coded planner mom, oh. so I'm not quite there yet, but, um, but anyhow, um, yeah, I think, you know, reading your kids, like it it's kind of goes back to like being on the same team. Right. And, and, and part of that is like understanding what they need and not seeing the assignments as like, this is dictating what's going to happen, but seeing like, okay, like boys are tend to be very physically active and they need an outlet yeah. for that. Um, I, Jameson's not in school yet. I don't, I don't, I don't know what we're going to do for school for him <laughs> yeah, yeah. because he's so high energy. Um, but just understanding like he needs to jump off the couch 15 times in a row to get that energy out. And like, I love my couch and every day I look at it and I'm like, thank you Lord for this couch that is getting annihilated by yeah, my yeah. three-year-old. Um, because he just, there is, there's so much in there that um, has to come out, work its way out. So with school, you know, if we, I, I don't know if I have as necessarily tips about like how to read your kid's personality as much as like 
prioritize them, loving them, knowing them, understanding them, talking with them about what works for you and not. And instead of prioritizing the assignment, the grade, the, you know, we have to get this done in a certain amount of time. Um, Because, you know, we have experienced that with Annie where we have learned like, wow, the stress level is so high for her under Mm. these circumstances. And if we can say like, hey, we're going to, you know, um, like she tends to be really, really um, competitive. And so she's doing this little class right now with some other kids and it's online and we're learning stuff and like the points system she's obsessed with you know yeah. getting all these points and so we are working with her on saying like we don't care about the points the points yeah. don't matter like we're gonna celebrate whatever happens that whatever you learn not like if you are the leader in the points you know so um that can be helpful <laughs> for some kids that need that but for some other kids it can be it's not a good motivation yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. they're just like tr- trying to fly through the material without enjoying it so yeah. um anyway yeah i mean i think it does it kind of goes back to like being a parent and and thinking of homeschooling and your time with your kids in your home as like your time to help them develop character and who God has created them to be and not try to squish them into a box, you Mm, know? That's so good. I had a dad tell me whose kids are in public school, but now they're home, obviously. Uh, This is not someone from our church, but he was just telling me the other day that they're, that they are doing, they're using this as a real advantage, you know, um, and in the sense of connecting with their kids and even, even being able to incorporate some during the day, um, you know, scripture, uh, uh, like discipleship kind of things as well. So he said on the, the school gave us a guideline for like lunch. I don't know if they gave him an hour. I don't know what the number was, but he said it gave us a certain amount of time. And we just said, okay, we don't need that much time. We're going to eat in a little bit. And then we're having like family, we're having chapel at this school, you know? <laughs> so, uh, anyway, but he was just saying we're using, I thought that that sort of a, a flexibility, knowing what would, what would work with his kids at what time, but also just taking advantage and saying, Hey, we want to use this for uh, this time we have them home is something that's uh, really a, that is kind of what you're saying that's about their development and again this is maybe just temporary for this family but it's still we're using this this uh vehicle that we have during the day and i I love that because he's thinking about my kids development yes got to get the assignments done but this is a season lord what are we stewarding here Mm. we're not just stewarding assignments we're we're caring for children discipling children raising children forming children and uh, that that's the bigger goal that can be lost probably for someone for whom this is just thrust upon on them. Right. Like you're a teacher starting month. I mean, Frisco was so quick. I mean, they closed schools on Friday. They said we're closed next week. We'll train the teachers Monday. And I think you were like going and yeah. the next day. It's like, wow. Yeah. Those you know, four teachers. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Yeah. We're ready to go, you know? So anyway, yeah. um, I, I think what you're saying is, uh, is good. Any thoughts on some, some people may work full time. So your experience wouldn't be the same, you know, for maybe yeah. a, a mom and dads may be pitching in cause dads are working at home. So this could be like a tag team mom and dad, both right now helping with the kids. But from, a, from the mom's point of view, uh, you know, any thoughts about like, if you, you do have some work responsibilities that you can't, I gave an example of a conference call for you. It's a lesson coming at one o'clock. Mm-hmm. We can't just say, well, you know what? Uh, I think maybe we'll go about two, one thirty or two. <laughs> You've got, someone coming up at your house paying you for a, a service that you're offering to that family. So any thoughts about how you manage more the rigid part of your day, which is your work life without flexibility right. and the, the schooling part? Yeah. I mean, this is where I think planning is important. Um, so if you tend to be a little bit less structured like I am, um, I, I have to be very structured when it comes to my job. Um, so um, 
a couple of things I try to do is, you know, we, we plan on the days that, um, that I'm working yeah. that we make sure we're up on time and we get started on time. So there's, you know, we, we have a, a plan every day, but then sometimes it's like, Oh, we got started a little late. Yeah. And we'd rarely start late on a day that I'm teaching piano. Cause we need to make sure that Annie is at least at a point where she doesn't need me by the yeah. time I'm teaching. Um, she also on some of the days, um, she is in charge of taking care of Jameson while I teach. And so oh. we, some days she needs to be completely done with school before I teach. And so that has to, we have to stick to our schedule on those days. Um, but I think if I'm kind of thinking through like, okay, someone being at home working their job that they don't normally work from home mm-hmm. and now they have their kids home. Um, you know, if you just kind of set aside, like these are the hours I have to give help to my kids. And so mm-hmm. depending on their ages, they may be, maybe you can tell them you have this time to come to me and then this time I'm not unavailable or mm-hmm. maybe that's on you to look ahead at the schedule and see what does tomorrow look like? I'm going to give them this time and then I'm going to give them free time while I work, you know? Um, I think communicating ahead of time with your kids, the expectations is, um, something I learned the hard way. Cause I had a couple of times where I'm like, I'm going to teach. And then I would be interrupted multiple times oh, yeah. for insignificant things. And, um, <laughs> you know, um, so setting the expectation up front of like, I'm not to be interrupted unless, you know, someone's bleeding or things like that. Um, and even then, it depends on how much blood, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, if it's more, yeah, it has to be more than a vial. Exactly. <laughs> Could you measure? Uh, no. But, um, you know, just understanding with setting it up with your kids. Like, this is important for me to have this uninterrupted time. And so you need to make sure that you don't interrupt yeah. me, you know. And if that means that school goes into the evening sometimes, you know, then that may be what it is. Um And then just things like, you know, what can you do ahead of time? So like I usually on those days, um, I prepare dinner ahead of time. So it's like a crock pot meal or it's a super easy, um, you know, sandwiches or something like that for that night. Um, so that I'm not like working and then getting off and going like, Oh my gosh, everybody needs to eat now, you know? Um, so the days that I'm like, that I don't follow those things are really hard. Um, and I'm sure for people again, that are like trying to figure this all out, they probably know this, you know, like you kind of know, yeah, if I just like wake up and try to jump right in, it's going to be harder than if I can plan. But, um, but it's like, it's funny how like the amount of time it makes, it takes to make dinner is the same, but doing it earlier in the day just relieves so much stress. And I don't have that hanging over me and and cranky kids and things like that. Hmm. Um, yeah. She didn't say cranky husband. Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah, I, I did. <laughs> That's good. He listens to this, right? Yeah, so. he listens to this. <laughs> well, he'll listen to this one. And you, you know, That's right. Cranky. Well, one last thing. This is all very helpful, Callie. The, you know, one thing I'm thinking about is communication between couples and families is really key at this time because mm-hmm. there can be, everybody's just been thrust into this world of of new and different. And so what are the expectations, which is what you're talking about with the dinner thing there? You know, maybe the expectation is we are having sandwiches tonight because mom's working all afternoon. And so that, uh, for her job. So that means, means something. Um, and I know couples, you know, are going to have to make some decisions on their own, but how would you recommend, uh, to a mom who's in your position right now, who's got thrust into this, mm-hmm. how would you recommend adjusting sort of family life expectations during this unusual season where we're in the house more and schooling at home, perhaps working at home as well for the parent? Um, talk a little bit. Let's wrap up with this one. Talk a little bit about expectations. How would you recommend um, adjusting those? And you 
kind of just addressed it, but maybe you have a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, I think it is such a unique season. Um, and you know, as a mom, I, I tend to have this pressure. I put on myself to keep the house a certain way, cook a certain way. Um, hopefully raise my kids to not be obnoxious or things like that, you know? Um, and now we're kind of thrust into this, like, okay, nobody's coming over. So like now I feel like there can be this time to sort of, um, practice what we all know is true is that, which is that our worth is not found in how clean is my house, how paleo are my meals or whatever, (laughs) you know, like, um, that my worth is found in, in Christ. And, and so now like just loosening up a little bit of the expectations that I think women in particular put on themselves. Like there's, yeah. there's no outside force telling me that this is what is the standard. I just, that's great. A, you know, believe that this is what the world expects of me. Mm. Um, even though my husband assures me that he doesn't care and you know, right. I, my friends are encouraging, but somehow it's like, oh, everyone wants me to be amazing, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, in this time it's like, okay, I've, I've tried to say like, yeah, my, my house is, to be honest, it's always a mess if I'm not like constantly cleaning it up yeah. and we clean it up every night and I wake up a lot of times Tim is up. Well, he's always up before me. And if Jameson comes out by the time I come out of my room, the house is already a mess again, you know? <laughs> and so it's really kind of pointless to like try to keep it, you know, yeah, um, better homes and gardens ready or whatever. <laughs> um, so I think like in this little weird time that we're in focusing on relationship and like, are my kids, you know, feeling, um, loved and secure, especially if kids are, you know, there's not a whole lot of change for my kids because we were already home. But if your kids are in school, they're like, this is rocking their world and they're not seeing their friends. And, um, suddenly mom is like enforcing this stuff from teacher. It can really be tough on your relationship. And so, um, letting things like the housework or, you know, cooking or, um, I don't know, home organizing. If you were like, I'm going to really make this break yeah. up all about redoing my closet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe you have the time and you should totally take advantage of it. Um, I'm, I have no spare time with yeah. this, so I'm not able to get to a lot of that, but, um, you know, focusing on like the people and loving the people that oh. are, you're stuck with. Um, I think so much else can kind of slide. And especially when you, like I, we've mentioned the teachers are kind of trying to give you stuff to work with. Um, you know, I don't, it's not respectful to those authorities in our lives to to let those things slide. Um, so where can we kind of loosen up? Um, and I think, you know, it is unusual, but just one thing that I'm remembering is like, God knew this was coming before there was Uh, time, you know, and he, he sees the end of it and he's the same throughout all of it. He's the same God that he was a month ago when we all thought like life was just going to keep going and we were going to have our spring break vacations and things like that. And so. Um, his grace is there for you to, to receive and let go of perfectionism and trying to be, do it all in this time and just, you know, wake up and say like, Lord, I want to honor you with the time you're giving me today. And it might be that I don't even get out of my sweatpants and my kids are, you know, crying and (laughs) angry or whatever. We want to just like bring it all to the Lord and say, Lord, I want to, I want to honor you with this time and, and try to have fun. I mean, we're, you know, it's, it's a a unique time where, yeah. Your kids are home if they're if they're usually at school. So um, I don't know, you know, make the most of yeah. like walks and games and 
That's good. Cookies, <laughs> baking cookies. Yeah, cookies. Yeah, cookies all day. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that you it heard it me. from the podcast. Yeah, you heard it from the <laughs> so <good>. conversations. <laughs> Callie, that is really good. I mean, that, I mean, we don't we don't tease our podcast with little clips, but there were a clip there. He said, "Focus on the people." That yeah. would be the clip. You know, mm-hmm. in terms of expectations, don't focus on having to manage everything in life just yeah. perfectly. But it's the it's the people. It's a family. It's a short season. It's going to be gone very quickly, and yeah. life will be back to normal. And um, you know, in, in certain ways. Uh, so I think that's really good to be thinking about what, what's going to really matter. This is a, this is an opportunity. One of the things I'm trying to think through is Lord, where, where's this an opportunity for us to grow and what do you want to do in our lives? And mm-hmm. it's clearly an opportunity for parents and kids to grow together and learn together and, yeah. um, and make it about the people this season's about who, who's in my, who am I with, who right. am I with and how can I love them? That's really, really good, man. You had really a lot good. of uh, really helpful, helpful things. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking. There's so much change going on right now for families. Uh, people are staying home, schools out, all, all these different things, and uh, you know, there's other concerns too. I mean, jobs, finances, yeah. all these yes. different things. So yeah. I think a lot of what you brought to the table today about uh, family relationships, about how we get along and how we can serve one another. Um, I just kind of like that theme. Is I. I I think sometimes, um, at least growing up, uh, you know, I don't have young children. I have a, I have a baby who just doesn't, you know, it's not like I'm teaching her anything right. beyond, you know, how to hold a sippy cup correctly without, you know, <laughs> so throwing important. it away. Yeah. Yeah. She's doing great, um, by the way. She is. She's, man, she's smart. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm speaking kind of from my experience with my parents is like, sometimes it felt like there was more an emphasis on the structure, on authority, on those different things, rather than on, you know, how can I as a parent serve my child knowing that they're, you know, they're a gift from the Lord for me to steward. Um, And, and so I just kind of, you know, that's the sense I got from you as you were speaking. Um, And, uh, and so I just kind of wanted to affirm that, but just say thank you for your heart in how you care for your family, how you care for your kids and your husband and, and your home, but also in how you're sharing that with all of us today and answering these mm-hmm. questions. So thank you for your time. Uh, and, you know, I really, I get the feeling just as, as people are able to listen that they'll be uh, ministered to through so. this well, discussion. So. Yeah, thank you. So, yeah, for sure. Well, great thanks job. for the time you took. And yeah, seriously, great job. It was awesome. Um, Craig, uh, do you have anything you want to talk through? No. That okay, was cool. A, the only a, thing, oh, yeah. I was going to say, the only thing, obviously, for church life right now, for Grace yeah. Church people, I yeah, mean, yeah. if you don't attend the church, so this doesn't apply to you unless right. you're interested in joining us online and stuff like that. But right. uh, for you, our Grace Church listeners, so if you are interested in, you know, learning what we're doing during kind of the this shutdown period, yeah. uh, you can go to gracechurchfrisco.org. There's a web page. It's actually the banner on the main page and you can click that and it'll take you to the page on connecting digitally at grace. So there's going to be more coming for digital community groups. Uh, there's going to be more that we're going to be doing for the square. So if yeah. you're a parent with students, uh, that we're going to be doing stuff. So keep your eyes open and, uh, keep your eye on social media and on our website and we'll keep you updated. And on our podcast, no promises, but we may be doing more during this season just yes. to get out more Yes, based, based on your true. availability. Uh, Cause, uh, 
I'm available. Yeah, if you are. you're, no you're very available, man. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. hope I don't get too available. Yeah. But yeah, there you go. Yeah. No, you need to work. So. Anyways, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to uh, insert a little bit more uh, content yeah. into your life in the next couple of weeks as we're all having a little bit more time on our hands. So yeah. uh, just praying for you guys and for those of you that are that are nervous or feeling anxiety, we're trusting the Lord to be your yes. provider and our provider as well, and trusting that He, uh, you know, He knew this was coming. This is not a surprise. So if you're at home wondering how you're going to pay your bills, trust in Him. He's your provider. He loves you. He's near you. He's not far off in this time. And we're praying for you, thinking of you, standing with you. If you need anything at all, please don't hesitate to contact the church, email one of us. Uh, We'll be in contact. Happy to pray with you. So anyways, we love you guys. Take care. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.